We need to awaken 8 billion people to what's really that they have control over. Because I tell people, self-care is the new health care. Resetters, Dr. Mindy here, and I am on a mission to teach you just how powerful your body was built to be. This podcast is about giving you the power back and helping you believe in yourself again. Let's jump in. On this episode of the Resetter Podcast, I bring you Dr. Lee Aaron Keneally. Now, I got to tell you what I just experienced with this beautiful woman. Dr. Keneally, I've heard her speak several times. She's the author of The Cancer Revolution. She has a clinic down in Southern California that's called the Cancer Center for Healing. She has been helping people with cancer for years. I've heard her speak at conferences. And if there's a person out there who has mastered integrative health when it comes to cancer, she is it. But what this conversation turned into was one that I did not expect. I really wanted to to ask Dr. Keneally, how do we all not get cancer? What do we do to make sure that we stay cancer-free? And her response blew me away. Because as you will hear, she talks about stress. She talks about how this modern world has disconnected us from nature. She talks about our children and how they're all growing up with cell phones and, and in this instant world that is contributing to the diseases they're getting not only in childhood, but in, in their 20s and 30s. She talked about EMFs and toxicity and food and forgiveness and fasting and wow. That's all I can say is wow. If you want to prevent cancer, if you want to prevent any chronic disease in this modern world, I promise you this is the episode for you. I am I'm speechless. I'm blown away. It was a true honor to be in her presence. Um, and this woman just brought every aspect of heart to healing um, that I have ever seen. So Dr. Keneally, this is my gift to you guys. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you love it, please, please write a review, share it out into the world because her message on this episode absolutely needs to get out there. So excited to share this with you. When you're in the middle of a fast, do you ever hit a wall and then you really start to struggle? Like, I know this happens to me sometimes. Like, I'm going along, I'm feeling really good, and then bam, all of a sudden I'm out of energy, I'm starving, and it's like my brain is turned off. So check this out. If that's happened to you, there's a really good chance you're running low on minerals. Fasting makes your mitochondria produce more energy. It speeds up fat burning. It helps you make more ketones so your brain is really sharp. But the part of fasting that we don't talk enough about is that those benefits often come at an expense to your body. So you got to look at your body doing the right thing at the right time always. And when you hit that crash, it's a large chance that your body has had to use a ton of minerals to be able to supercharge you in the fasted state. And if your minerals are already low, you can end up depleted. So that is why I love Beam Minerals. They make a full spectrum mineral supplement that is perfect for fasting. 
It's in a liquid form. It, it literally tastes like water. You just have to take a shot halfway through your fast and you can keep going a whole lot longer without the hunger and the fatigue. So if you wanna experience this, if you wanna try it in your fasting window and see what kind of results you get, just go on over to beamminerals.com and enter the code MINDY for 20% off. And as always, let me know how it works for you. I'm really excited to bring this information to you all because you deserve to thrive in your fasted state. I just think prevention, early detection of all diseases is paramount in our medical system. And, and everything is reactive medicine, medical medicine management. Um, there's no care in medicine anymore. Um, you know, but uh, most of the top three diseases are heart disease, cancers, and doctors and errors. Still, still, those yes. are still. So, yeah. you know, you can eliminate those real quickly with just a, you know, few little, I, I don't want to say a few little things, but it is a lot easier for me to prevent heart disease and cancer than it is for me to treat. So I, I just, but you know, it's just not in it. I had it, my first patient this morning was a recently retired OBGYN who practiced 35 years, retired a year ago got cancer, endometrial cancer, which is kind of interesting. And then I said, like, why are you here? You know? Anyway, she got into integrative natural medicine back 2011. She was a pre-diabetic diabetic. And so she delved in and started taking courses. And then she said, that's just the right way. But she goes, medicine is, was killing me. The stress in medicine is horrible now. And, um, it's, it's the system, the EMR and the whole, like what every insurance company wants you to have. And then the pharmacies are telling you what you could, I had to pick a pharmacy that I called in a prescription, how I wanted it. The pharmacy denied it because they didn't like the amount I gave. And I'm like, like, wait a second. I am the doctor. You're not, you're, so these pharmacies now are prescribing, they're, functioning like a doctor now no it, it's crazy and then if you want to get scans done I have to get on the phone and there's all of these rules and regulations and you know I think I think the biggest thing is today worse than ever there's complete blinding of humanity that they can save themselves and not to say that you know they shouldn't consult a physician seeing a doctor who is Traditional because conventional medicine is really good at looking at blood work and scans and whatever and, and sophisticated blood testing. But we need that doctor that's like going to look outside the box and get creative and artistic with each patient. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I, yeah. And that was going to be one of my questions when you said that was the public seems oblivious. And one of the things, I'm just going to put it right out there, the, one of the things that feels like COVID did, people retreated and felt powerless. And when we look at cancer, I feel like it was, it was the same thing with cancer before COVID, is that there's just sort of this understanding that if you get a diagnosis, you do surgery, chemo and radiation or whatever treatment they give you, and there's nothing else to do. So if you're a healthy person, one of the, one of the things I wanted to do with this conversation, try to help the people 
who don't want to get cancer, that are, want to be aware, that want to wake up. So can you give us some basics? Like if I'm listening to this and I'm like, okay, teach me, Dr. Keneally, what do I need to do to not get cancer? I love that. That's where I would like, you know, I would like to, I noticed on your little write-up, you wanted to awaken a million people. We need to awaken 8 billion people to what's really that they have control over. Because I tell people, self-care is the new health care. Love that. That needs, that needs to go on your TikTok. Yeah. Self-care is no question about it. I mean, now I will tell you that more and more, I have seen patients that are pretty healthy getting cancer. So I think now today, because um, I'm having an incredible amount of new young patients come to see me and I'm analyzing all of this information with them. And I think stress is a huge factor in these young people. Like I think back when I was young, I had a lot of stress. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't come from a perfect family. Both of my parents were alcoholics and there were six kids, but for some reason we just toughened up and like survived. People today don't know how to survive. Why do you think that is? I think the parents tried to make it like, like, you know, I'm going to help you. Like, I'm going to help you have an easy life. Yep. But you don't want your child to have an easy life. You want them to have, yes, a non-traumatic life. I believe in that because so many kids have very traumatic existences. But I think they wanted, they overindulged on every level. And, and that, that doesn't work. So, you know, on that topic, I have a 21 year old and a 19 year old. And one of the things that I saw in the differences in how we were raised was the cell phone, because I spent hours waiting for my mom to pick me up at some park. I, you know, after school and I had to come up with creative things, they, with the cell phone in their hands, And they could be like, mom, where are you? Why aren't you here? There's constant communication. Whereas we spent so many hours with our brain going, well, mom's not here. I guess I'll just watch the ducks in the pond over there. Exactly. How old are you now? I'm 52. Yeah. So you didn't grow up with cell phones and I didn't either. So what they're saying is cell phones, computers, et cetera, is destroying the creativity and the imagination of a child or a young adult. That's crazy. Not to mention the EMF toxicity. Right. Talk about that for a second, because I do want to hit some of the highlights. Where do EMFs fit in this? Probably the big, I would say, I've been studying EMFs uh, for about mm, 14 years and reading everything there is. It's getting exponentially worse because we have satellites, cell towers, everything. You know, before it was just a phone. Now it's phone times a thousands of devices somewhere, somehow in the planet. And I love the fact that we can communicate like right now. And I love the fact that you can communicate, you can do a lot of things, but I also believe it's killing us because we're all electromagnetic beings. And these are radio frequencies that are very injurious, immunosuppressive, and tons of free radicals in the body. So what is... What does it do cellularly when it comes in? Is it shutting the cell down? 
Yeah. Well, I think what's happening is that there's a disturbance in your electrical frequencies and how the cells can communicate because you have so much coming in and your, your body is a bioenergetic being. Okay. You're biochemical, you're biophysical and bioenergetic. And so I think you have all these frequencies, they come through the walls, they come through the windows and everything. And so there's just, there's a scramble going on. And yeah. And so you know, luckily, like I turn when I sleep, I turn off the electricity. I wear, you know, a special little, you know, uh, Chris, it's a it's a based. Upon, well, it's a device that I, I I use a Polaroid disc. If you don't have a Polaroid disc, you should. Um, and Polaroid disc is a, it literally looks like a little disc. And so this guy, the doctor, a friend of mine, he had a brain tumor and got into EMFs. And anyway. So he put the disc, if you see this, these circles, so he embedded it in crystals and gave it to me as a gift. So, um, so it acts like the Polaroid disc, you know, and you can't get those anywhere. It's a special. No, I, I don't know. Well, I was, I just got it a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. I don't I was going to ask him, oh, maybe my patients can use, yeah. this, you know, yeah. so I, I don't know. And I have to ask because, um, you know. I wanted to kind of check it out, but it's beautiful. It's embedded in all these crystals and everything. So I wear it. And then I do PMF uh, on a regular basis. Um, So I do obviously, and I take 5 trillion pills and everything, green juice every day, vitamin C every day. I mean, ground every day. The best thing you can do is ground with nature. To counteract uh, EMFs. So get out in nature as much as you can. Get out in nature and walk barefoot. That's your best. That's your best bet. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. And so let's go back to the stress. What do we do around stress? And I I actually, as you're talking, I'm thinking we'll get them out into nature as well, but what do we do around stress and how do we mitigate that? So that doesn't turn into cancer. Right. Well, the biggest thing I think is people's unresolved emotional conflict because we're, we get into heavy with that. And so, um, I think today, like I was a mommy too, you know, my kids, my twins, my babies that are 27. So I was a mommy. I worked and I had fun. Like I had to tell a mommy yesterday, she came to see me for stage three colon cancer and it's not completely gone after surgery and chemo. And then she has these kids and she homeschools. And so I said, so tell me what your, how, how does your stress, are you a stressful person? Are you an anxious person? Do you fret over things? And she said, I do. And I said, when you're a mommy, you've got to have fun. You can't be like this with your kids. I said, 95% of communication is nonverbal. So whatever your children see, that's what they become. It's never what you tell them. It's what you model. So, so I said, you know, you've got to start. So that was her first visit, but I said, so we're going to teach you. And I said, this is going to take a year. I said, cause you've been playing the same recordings over and over and over in your head and mind and body for a long time. But until you change that, you're not going to change the direction and information to yourselves. Changing stress is really hard, you know, especially if you've been like in a go, 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 worry, worry, worry world. How do you, it, I think acknowledging it is important, but what do you think of things like EMDR and EFT? But all those are good. All Everything that you can do to help 
your mental, emotional, spiritual state, that should be your number one priority. So what do you do again, if you're like, so many of us have traumas in the past that have been shoved down there and what do you do? Right. So you you have to do the work. You have to work with someone. Okay. So in our clinic, and I started studying this, I did not learn all this. I started learning it when I was 45. All right. When I was 45, I was getting, getting, I think I was going to be getting a divorce and I went to go see a counselor. Well, that turned into a whole now Googleplex of different avenues that I've done on myself. And um, so, cause no one has a perfect childhood, no one. Okay. I mean, no one has it leave it to be for kind of household. And so that led me to where we are today. And I, and I always, when I get something or like when I learn something, I try to make things user-friendly for the patients. So the first thing I do is I made a healing affirmation sheet because no one knows how to talk to themselves kindly until you learn how to do it. So all day long, no utter no words of negativity. People ask, how are you feeling? I said, I'm feeling great. You know, you don't lie and say, yeah, well, this hurts back and all that. No, because you're giving it life. I feel great. I'm getting better and better every day. I'm wonderful. You know, I'm tweaking a few things, but I am mastering something new I need to learn in the universe, you know? And so, and so then I will do Evox. I always recommend everybody to do Evox because Evox is very quick. I want to get well quicker than slower. That's my person. That's my personality. Okay. I don't want to spend the next three years in therapy every week or every other week talking about shit. I do not want to do that because I, I can't unring the bell. I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. I just want to like get at peace with it. Okay. And, and Evox does that. And you turn everything negative. Thich Nhat Hanh, I listened to his tape 20 years ago. It was a cassette tape. So that was a long time ago. And it was how to turn negative seeds into positive seeds. So like I did not have a good father figure. Okay. I'm number three of six kids. My dad was an introvert, engineer, emotionally unavailable. Never told me he loved me. Did not come to my my college or medical school graduation. Okay. So that was very hard because you see how other people's dads are. Okay. Then I had a whole, when I listened to Thich Nhat Hanh, I was like, wait a second, my dad was smart. So I wouldn't be as smart. I wouldn't have strived to be the best, 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 because I was trying to be the best, best, best for my dad's recognition. So instead I came the best, best, best for me. And so going, yeah. So it worked. It was beautiful. I was going to say, that sounds like he, he served you well. He served me well. And so, and if you can just come to that point, oh, my daddy didn't do this. He should have done, could have done, da, 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 da. No, I've already processed that. And I would not be in where I am today if I would have had it. So, okay. So what's this e-box? Because everybody's listening who has parents that didn't serve them well, or they appear to have not served them well. How do they learn that? Right. Well, first I will tell you, I read a book and I can't tell you the name of the book because it was this ridiculous name. But anyway, I listened to this book uh, and not listened. I read a book and it was written by a physician that I didn't even know it was sent to me anonymously. And then I read the book and I was like, oh, my God. So the guy took 25 self-help books and 25 
physics books to know that every thought becomes a thing. So he wrote in this book. And then I have read several books. The best book I ever wrote is very complicated, but it's beautiful book. It was written back in about 1934, written by Dr. Lakowski. And he was an oncologist. And he said that he wrote the book, The Secret of Life. And he talked about that we are all receivers and transmitters of energy. Every single one of us. So the tree is, the bugs are, we are, everything is. So if you want to, if I want to send you a message, I can do it every day. I want to send healing vibrations to who I do it to my patients every day. Okay. And so, because I know, I know they're receiving it. Okay. And this has been done with intention experiments. A lady by the name of Lynn McTaggart. I don't know if you know she wrote the book, The Field. And then I always, it's interesting. She wrote the book, The Field, and then she wrote The Power of Eight. And I always said, oh my gosh, I want to meet her. I, she just sounds like such a fascinating lady, so forth and so on. Do you know that we are very good friends now? Wow. Because I set that intention out, but years ago. And so people need to understand the power, the infinite power and the infinite possibilities that all of us have at our fingertips each and every day, each and every day. Okay. But every morning, what should everyone do? Must set their mind. Mm -hmm. All right. You have to, before you get out of bed, uh, I always say, thank you, God, for perfect health, perfect healing, perfect harmony, perfect homeostasis from my head to my toe. And I repeat that. And I, I envision it and I live it. Then I go, thank you, God, for divine protection. And thank you for giving me the wisdom and discernment every step of the way. And thank you for giving me the invincible solutions for these very difficult patients that I see. God, you know, I don't have it all. I know you have it all for me to provide for these patients. I have a whole list now. You know, I can hardly get out of bed now. And so and when, when you start doing it, you see how powerful you are, but it changes you. I'm telling you, it changes you immensely. I don't go home at 7 p.m. tired oh, and energized because I have set my mind positive, infinite possibilities all the time. But the more that we set our mind and we have clarity on what we want, okay? Like if I have, my husband and I have seven kids. So, you know, they're all adults. And, you know, they don't always listen to you. They don't? Really? Mine, mine listen to me all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. And so they don't listen. And, you know, when they become teenagers, they know everything. And then when they go to college, they become official geniuses. And then and when they go to the workforce, they're like, okay, they're kind of starting to figure out like they're the low person on the totem pole and they've got someone, you know, is telling them what to do or not to do. There's rules, et cetera. And then around 27, maybe 30, they start, especially when they get married and have a kid, then they say, oh, whoa, this is a lot of work. And then they kind of start realizing, okay, now I kind of see what my parents did or didn't do. But if I want to talk to my children or my stepkids, I send them messages every day, okay? Because some of them think they are very clear on something. 
thing. And I know differently, not that I'm the end all know, know it all, not by any means. I am constantly open to the universe all the time. And I open to anything and everything because that's just my personality. And I like to know all things that can be possible. All right. I see a lot of difficulty every single day. So I want to, I want to be open to everything, even if it may sound strange, because as a medical doctor, you're very, you're taught didactics and you're taught very, very specific pathways. Wow. That sounds really strange or weird. But let, let's go, let's go research this. Let's go look at the possibility of this. And then you go, well, let's just try it on the patient. As long as it doesn't hurt the patient, well, let's yeah. just try it and let's just see what happens, you know? And so yeah. you have to be open. And with your children, when you, you with, with the children, you have to like, listen with this most beautiful heart and open mind and loving. Oh, that's a very interesting idea. So tell me more about that. Like, well, how do you feel about that? And so don't ever squash them. Okay. Yeah. And so if you just, you know, look, you know, look how beautiful these children are at five and six years, seven years old. They're just pure, innocent, intelligent beyond. And if we just would all go through life, like, we all need to stop being mean to one another. And we have to, you know, love is the solution. I had, a, I, I went on a hike in the Grand Canyon and I met this new doctor and he was a rehabilitation doctor. He rehabilitated people from falls and everything. So he said, so, you know, how would you summarize your practice? And I said that love is mm. the solution to everything. And so, and it is love heals everything. So the key thing when I see patients is they are all their own movie. And I want to understand everything they're going through. So if I listen more than I talk, I'm going to understand their universe. And I'm going to understand their illness because they've had the opportunity to share their life. A lot of times it's usually maybe a trauma through childhood, through now an adult, or they've been taking care of a child that's in a coma. Uh, I had a patient the other day and I said, I always ask the cancer patients, so tell me about your stress in your life. And then they all go, oh, well, you know, like that. They all do. Okay. And, um, you know, so then they, I had a patient, she was rectal cancer and she had a large tumor and she just wanted to come out and fly out to see me because one of my other patients that I take care of. And I, and I told her, wait, 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 this, this could turn into an emergency. We can't do that right now. I need you to go to here where I want you to go get a consult, initiate treatment before this becomes an emergency. If it becomes an emergency, it never turns out really good when you have to remove something emergently. You want to plan the, the healing, yeah, the healing journey. And so because when you've got a tumor in your intestines and you have obstruction, you know, that's a life-threatening situation. And so I told her, I said, so, but I said, let's talk about your stress. Well, she has like four kids. They've been, they're from Colorado, very healthy family, super exercising in nature, et cetera. And one of her children was a missionary and got in a boating accident and the boating accident destroyed their brain. 
And yes. And so he's like in a coma and I guess the family tries to take care of, and then one of them has ulcerative colitis and one of them has something else. So this poor mother has been consumed with these children issues. That is why it is paramount, paramount that before anyone have a child, you plus plan six months, spiritually, psychologically, physically, every single way before you have a baby. The, the children illnesses are at an all-time high between autism, asthma, autoimmune, ADD. So to have the most optimal success of having a healthy baby is to have a healthy mommy and have healthy intentions on this miracle that you're going to create, okay? And so I would like every mom or dad to be, you know, cleanse both of them do it together. And occasionally I'll meet a patient that's like this, that we all help each other be the best we can be with love. Right. You know, so if we all did that, just think the incredible world we'd be in. Okay. Literally. Okay. And we just need, I I always say to God, I go, God, I just want to create this like contagious, you know, how things become, you know, viral or whatever, but I want, I want the desire to be healthy to be everyone's number one value. I want that because if you do not have that, you can't be a good minister. You can't be a good member of a family. You cannot be a good employee. You can't be a good brother, sister, or cousin. You can't be anything because health, everything that who you are hinges upon your emotional, psychological, physical health. But it starts with each of us. We... Now, fortunately, I grew up, my mom, you know, taught health. I mean, like she was like, she didn't know. She, she read the books of Adele Davis. I don't know if you know Adele Davis. Do you know that? Uh-huh. Yep. I know that name. So she, so my mom, you know, she fed us liver and sauerkraut and, and made pate and, you know, all that. So we never had cereal and we never had cookies and we never had anything like that. But most people grew up on Cereal. Back a long time ago, that beer farmer, I was I was listening to someone's story, is that these two farmers, they're they're they they work outside, they don't have any medical problems, they're outside working, they don't eat right, but they're not sick. Nature, nature has this beautiful balancing act with humanity. And so, but we're trying to destroy the nature with EMFs and, and plastics and all the hundreds of jillions of toxins that are everywhere, permeating every area of the universe. And so we have to, unfortunately, now take charge, creating our own personal space. And that's the best thing everyone could do is create their own personal healthy space because there is not enough manpower. There's not enough money. There's not enough energy. There's not enough ideas to clean up the environment pollution of 8 billion people. Do you know that this is why I'm so passionate about fasting, because I feel like we're not going to fix the food industry. It, we're going to have to find another solution because it's just got on a course, a collision course that is, is serving nobody. Hey, Recenters, as we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my Reset Academy. So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. 
So here's what you get in the academy, and I like to think of it in terms of a complete picture. So imagine being surrounded by people who understand your journey, who are passionate for fasting, who want to lift you up and will support you every step of the way. My academy is not just me, my team, but it is an incredible group of people that are all dedicated to building fasting lifestyles and supporting each other in it. This is why I created the Reset Academy. So when you join, you gain access to all the exclusive calls where my team and I share the latest insights, we answer your burning questions, and we guide you towards your health goals. That's not it. We didn't stop there. By becoming a member, you're not just investing in a membership, but you're investing in yourself. I am such a fan of setting you up to win this year. And my academy is the best place I know to do that. I want to keep you focused. I want you to customize this for you. And I want you to succeed at your health goals this year. End of story. So if you're ready to unlock your fullest potential and embrace a fasting lifestyle, join me. If it feels good, join me. And let's make this year an incredible year for us all. So all you got to do is go visit drmindypels.com slash reset academy to become a member. I can't wait to welcome you. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom calls. I can't wait to be in community with you. And most importantly, let's get your health goals handled. And let's do this together. It's so much better together. Together. So that's drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy. Excited to see you there. So talk a little bit. I, for starters, I just want to say everything you're saying, it, it moves me to tears because I feel so passionate that we are on the wrong direction. And when a doctor like you stands up and says things like that, it really helps wake people up. And it's so multifaceted that it's hard for people to wrap their mind around. But fasting, and I've been recommending fasting for a very, very long time, is the most inexpensive, easiest thing to do. If you have this happened years ago, I had this 6'10" guy, six, six feet, 10 came in with diabetes, prostate cancer, myasthenia gramus and heart disease and high blood pressure. So I sat him down. I said, you know what? I don't have enough pills. I don't, there is, I don't know where to start. So what I want you to do is I want you to go on a fast for 30 days. And, and they, everybody always asks, well, what do you mean fast? I go fasting is you don't eat. Okay. And so I go and they go, well, how long, how long do you think you can fast? So if it's a very serious case, okay, obviously I always tell them the longer, the better. I never tell them how many, because I want them to come up. The patient has to come up with their own solutions, because if I tell them something, it might be, the expectation may be too high. So they, if someone says, well, okay, we're going to do this. And then I say, um, I'll tell them basically, okay. You only can have a protein drink at night. That's it. But you can have breakfast and lunch, but you have very little small meal at five o'clock. So you can have a juice, a salad or protein drink. One of those three things. That's going to be your fast. Okay. Now, if someone says one day, three day, I go, okay, one day a week, you're going to fast, you know, but I will tell you the guy that I had that was all those medical problems. He went on at 30 days. Do you know that I didn't recognize him because he looked so much better in 30 days? And then he said, Dr. Keneally, 
I can't believe how this works. And he completely became like dedicated to, he had a, you know, he's 400 pounds. So, you know, so he started growing his own garden. And then what he did is he went on five days a week fast. He ate two days. And then it slowly changed every day. I we would add another day and like have have fasting, have eating until he got restored. And then it changed his whole life. He started telling everybody, started telling everybody what they needed to do because it was it is so effective. I had a patient who came to me for a bladder cancer for a second opinion. He'd already been treated. They already surgically removed the tumor, and then they told him that they wanted to do a bladder you know removal and use like a fake bladder. And like, that's like the worst thing in the world. And this guy was, you know, CEO kind of guy, 50, not even that old, 57, right? And so I said, okay. I said, and then when he came to see me, he's overweight, likes cheese and wine, and he has fatty liver. And so I go, okay. I said, you know what? You know how bad do you want this? So I said, what I would do is go on a, a fast. So I go through the same conversation with each patient. They always, well, what do you mean fast? How many days? Okay, I do the same thing. Because fasting, they don't understand it. Uh, believe me, I know, I, I've, I, I've had this conversation hundreds of thousands. So I totally get your, yeah, I keep going, but I feel your pain. Yeah, so we went on a 30-day fast. They rescoped him. Not, everything was gone. Nothing. I believe it. I believe it. And so... Anyway, um, I tell people fasting is the least expensive, easiest, most cleansing, most detoxing thing that you can do. Now, I totally understand when people cannot do many 30 days. I get it. Okay. So I tell them, okay, we're going to do modified fasting. Okay. But I modified fasting, the studies show that if you're going to do modified fasting, your smallest meal should be at dinner time. I always use the saying, eat like queen, king for breakfast, queen for lunch, and a papa for dinner. And so I tell them, kind of, st- I work towards that, towards that like that. Um, but if I have a patient that's diabetic, I really encourage them to fast, but I'll put them maybe on two days a week, two days a week um, of fasting, you know, so it just depends. I, I kind of partner because my patient's my partner. So I go look, and then I always tell them, don't make me look bad. So you got to do what I need, what I need you to do because we're partners. And so then, and they get there and, you know, and it's a process. I don't want people to think that I'm just like hardcore, just stop about everything. No, I'm really not. I work with each patient. Every, every individual is an original. I meet patients where they are, what they can do. And I work them towards it. And I tell them anything worthwhile takes time. So I always use the analogy, if I told you to go learn Japanese, if I told you to go learn Japanese, how good would you be in three months? Oh, maybe a little words, probably not that good still. One year, you'd be so-so. You wouldn't be that great, I promise, okay, because I speak another language. So it wasn't something that happened fast. So mastering the miracle you get to live in every day is work. It's intention. It's execution. It is nothing easy. I am 64, almost 65. Nothing, nothing, nothing I have found is easy. Because when you're a mommy, you're always looking how to stream, looking how to make things user-friendly for patients, easy for patients. But I do find myself repeating myself all the time. 
this is a very complex, challenging problem. You got to rewire the brain. You got to learn how to eat. You got to learn when you fall off the proper eating, how to get back on the healthy train. You got to learn how to stay diligent about movement in your body. You got to learn how to stay diligent about breathing and meditation and all the things. And you're not going to be perfect. Perfection is never a good goal. Never. Because we're always just, what you're trying to do is just be better and better every day. And you're trying to optimize yourself every day. So if you fall off, you don't go, oh, God, I did this. I ate cookies and you just beat yourself up. No, I ate cookies. It was the best thing in the whole world. Tomorrow, I'm getting back on. And do it again. Do something different that day. Yep. Yeah. You know, you are going to, you know, enjoy a dinner. You're going to enjoy a dessert or whatever. And that's okay. You just can't enjoy it seven days a week. I'm just so insane and what's been on our heart. And I just so grateful for what, how you're expressing it. Like this has just been so enjoyable. Um, and I appreciate what you're doing in the world is it's just incredible. So m- my podcast this season is about gratitude. And so I'm asking every guest, give me a couple ideas of how you, what your gratitude practice looks like every single day. Right. Well, the first thing I do is I wake before I wake up, The first thing that comes, and it won't happen automatically for all the listeners, it will come with practice. It takes about six to eight weeks for something to become automatic with you. So I wasn't automatic either. I'm just like a normal person. I wasn't automatically doing gratitude. Okay. So I do that start. And then I walk downstairs because I'm going to get our juice ready. So I'm walking downstairs doing gratitudes all day long. Okay. Literally. Okay. Then I go drink the juice. I go work out. I'm preoccupied. So I'm not doing gratitude, but anytime I'm in my car, anytime I'm walking down the hall, anytime I need an answer, I am in gratitude. So that happens literally all day for me because I have learned and trained myself to do that. Okay. Because I need peace. I need peace. Otherwise I would be a nervous Nelly if I didn't live like this. Okay. Because I'm not exactly, I've not exactly been a calm person. When I was 16 years old, my teacher told me, she pinched me on the arm and she said, Learen, calm down. You know? So I've always been, you know, probably from my childhood you know, growing up being a an adult child of an alcoholic, you know, you you are you're anxious and you're a control freak and you're a lot of things when you're an adult child of an alcoholic. And now and I've learned all like I've learned that all that was not anyone's fault and I'm not going to become the problem. And I am going to I have the complete complete innate ability to heal and harmonize myself. I'm responsible. I'm a big girl now. Like I can't, you know, I can't live in that anymore. I am living in this holy, beautiful, wonderful, magical place because I make it that way. Amazing. Amazing. Just, I'm so grateful for you. And, you know, you and I've seen you speak from stage many times. I've read your book and you brought to me and our listeners today, just the most amazing heart. So um, just really grateful for you. Well, I just appreciate you wanting me to, you know, do this today because one plus one is a hundred and we can change many lives by all of us in a community, helping each other 
be the best we can be. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. I love bringing thoughtful discussions about all things health to you. If you enjoyed it, we'd love to know about it. So please leave us a review, share it with your friends, and let me know what your biggest takeaway is.